episode 17. Here we go. This is Shamina. This is the two quick things podcast. And not too long ago, I was talking to a friend about procrastination. And then I realized like, do I even really procrastinate on things? I'm like, what is a technical definition of procrastinate? Which was another way for me to like, not do what I, what I should be doing that was on my list of things to do and to focus on something else. But that's neither here nor there. And then I was realizing there are some things that I procrastinate on because I am afraid to jump in and do that thing. And there sometimes isn't even a rational or reasonable reason why I am not wanting to do that. So here are the two examples I was talking about with my friend. So... I have to be vague because I know that some folks that I actually know in real life actually that listen. One of them was the simple one, simple procrastination, zero reason why I was doing it. I, I have no idea. The refrigerator needed to be cleaned out. And I know this and I saw the food that was in the containers. It's not moldy. It's just like a few days old. And at this point, no one is going to eat that food. Okay, got it. No one's going to eat the food. But then I did everything else. I made myself breakfast. I rearranged something in the cabinet. I moved stuff around in the refrigerator, but I didn't touch. I moved around the things that needed to come out and be disposed of or cleaned, and I didn't do it. And then I was like, why in the hell don't I just do this? I know it needs to get done. What am I waiting for? I don't have some grand plan to do it later. It's not scheduled in my calendar because I can be a scheduler. I just wasn't doing it. And then I was I stopped what I was doing. And I said, "Ugh, let me just go ahead and get this moving and finish this because it was only going to take at maximum 20 minutes to do. And I had the 20 minutes. So then I did it and then I felt better after. And then I stopped to think to myself, like, why the what the hell took me so long to actually like f just do what needed to be done? And so that leads me into the thing that felt that feels hard sometimes um, and that I work myself into a place of fear and anxiety for, again, no real reason. But I've, I've started to identify and point out the times when I am, quote unquote, procrastinating on something because I don't want to I don't want to be pissed off if I read something. I don't want to have something not go the way that I want it to go. And I, I don't have an answer for this. So this is a, a question that I, I'm just like, why do I do this self? And then self just looks at me in, at the mirror and says, I don't know, girl, you should work through that with somebody. So the other thing that I do and I um, is this, this has led into something that's healthy in terms of behavior and a boundary for me. So I don't put my work or professional email on my personal phone because I don't get a separate paycheck to cover that bill, number one. And number two, I have a way of getting caught up in emails and getting, like, if I used to do this a lot, like over the weekend or at night, I would be in my emails. And I'm not saying I don't do it now, but if I do it now, it's it's very much an intentional thing that I do. Um, but I realized and I've, I've learned about, the thing that I've learned about myself, I, and it feels like procrastination because I'm trying to um, spare myself feelings or getting worked up or being distracted and, and, and feeling like something has ruined my evening or my weekend. And so I don't check email and sometimes um, I don't check uh, professional email um, very, with any level of consistency outside of work hours or if I'm intentionally 
planning to do work at home, which happens more than I like, but sometimes you just, you get caught up with like people interactions with the day that you don't always have time to address the emails and such like that. So I'm, I'm working at getting better at prioritizing how much I have like actual people engagement, either talking over the phone or in, in actual meetings face to face with people. Um, so that I, I, I work on a little bit more of my, of my life outside so I can actually have a life outside. But anywho, so the procrastination thing, I was like, I procrastinate on checking work email when I am not at work because I don't want to, I'm afraid that I'm going to be upset by something that I read or it's going to, um, uh, make my, my sleep difficult cause I'll be overthinking something. Cause that's a, that's a habit that I have put a piss poor habit that I have of overthinking things. And I don't want to mess up my evening and feel distracted. And then, like I said, I don't have an answer for this, but then I was, I was like, Ooh, shit. I don't like that feeling that anxiety of, I should check my email, but I'm not going to, because it's going to make me feel this way. And I'm thinking rarely have, I've only been in a very few situations professionally where I have been so fearful and really digging into that procrastination phase of checking my email after hours because I felt like people were coming for me and they were coming consistent. It would be like six emails in one day about the same thing. And it was really overwhelming. And I've carried that. And that situation has, uh, to my knowledge, subsided, hopefully after all this time. Um, but I realized how much anxiety I was carrying and how much fear. And that really pushed me to like lean on that procrastination part a lot because I, I would be so um, uh, scared to, I was going to say fearful, but really I was scared to open my email because I take my work seriously. If I make a mistake, which I do all the time, so it's not like I don't ever make mistakes, but it really was it was so wound up. And so it really pushed me to this place of like, I am going to procrastinate because what else, what else is there? What else? Like, I don't want to be caught up in this. So I am going to give all of my energy to not doing this one thing. And so it came, it was really, really difficult to work to move beyond that. And it is still really difficult to move beyond that. But, um, I try not to beat myself up about the times when I procrastinate, um, especially with, I don't even know if procrastinate is the right word because sometimes it feels like self-preservation because I don't want to get caught up in that. So I, I'm working hard to preserve self um, in those conversations or in those conversations, in those emails. And I don't want to get caught up with that. So I'm not even sure if procrastination is the right word. For some of the personal stuff, it absolutely is. There's oftentimes zero reason why I'm not doing something because I think it's going to, I don't even know, do, do I think it's going to hurt? No, like sifting through my clothes is not going to hurt. Not going to hurt my feelings. It's not going to hurt me physically, mentally, et cetera. I just don't want to do it. And then I feel lazy and then I'm like, okay, I'll spend X amount of time doing X, Y, and Z. So I think the personal stuff, those are things that I can work through. Um, I think another thing with the personal stuff is, trying to feel like I d I'm not using all of my quote unquote downtime to do those things that will probably help me feel calmer and reduce anxiety in the long run. Um, oh, wait a minute. I just had an epiphany. I can't even get into it on this episode, but I'm like, wow, if I actually did the things that I 
know that I want to do and need to do to clear some of my space, physical space, that will probably help me clear some of the anxiety and mental space so that I can actually relax without thinking about those other things. Now, low key, I don't know why that is such an epiphany, but you know how sometimes you say things out loud and then you hear yourself saying the thing out loud and you're like, damn B, that was good. Like I should really, I should pay attention to myself a little bit more. So that's, that's me having like my, my, my internal conversation going external, but anywho, that's neither here nor there, but the procrastination stuff, like really it personally, I have control over those pieces. Professionally, I try to, I'm, I'm trying to take control over the things that I can control. And some of that is not engaging in pieces of work if I can separate or give myself a bit of distance from that um, on occasion. And so call it procrastination, call it uh, self-preservation, um, harm reduction, if you will. Not that I feel harmed by an email, but I can feel harmed by the after effects of what I, what I pull and what I choose to pull sometimes from an email. Um, you know, when you get an email and you want to, you want to give it voice number one. So you give it like an attitudinal voice or you read between all the lines of the stuff that aren't, that, that you think aren't being said in the email, but they're the hidden, like invisible text. Like this person said it with this kind of angst. Um, so I'm throwing my arm around and I'm giving you a little bit, I'm giving you voice. Like if you don't get this done by this date, we'll have to have a follow-up conversation. And have you ever done that? I'm talking to myself, obviously, but have you ever done that where you give an email voice because you, you want to be a little bit stank about it? You want to be like, don't come for me in this email. I know I must be the only person who has ever done that, um, and so I'm, I'm trying to be mindful, uh, more mindful of that when I read an email and, and trying to read it at face value of what is actually said in the email and then to take it from there. This is what they said. And so how let's, let's go ahead and take this for face value. If they would have said something else or meant something else, hopefully they would have said it. Um, so that was a little bit about procrastination. Like I procrastinated on recording this show. Um, it's been in my calendar for just a, a few days. So I, I try to do things before, um, they're in my mental due date, you know, my mental calendar of a due date. And I got wrapped up doing some other stuff that didn't need to be done. And here we are. So it is by the time you hear this, obviously it will be done. So shout out to me for getting it done and deciding to get out of my own way. Um, so don't forget to give yourself kudos for those small wins and those small victories of getting out of your own way and um, moving in a way that's going to reduce some anxiety and some stress. So celebrate that. I'm not saying go out and treat yourself and spend money that you don't have um, or make poor decisions, but it's OK to relax and be like, oh, I did this and now I can play this game for 10, 20, 30 minutes or I can watch this show or because you'll feel better. Once you, you will, I feel better once I do that thing and then I can relax without the weight of that thing looking at me. So I don't have a pile of clothes looking at me. I don't have the towels that need to be put away looking at me. That's the other thing that I did that reduced anxiety immediately because then the basket was empty. So that was great. Uh, the other thing I want to touch on real quick is the idea of choosing your attitude. So one of my former students from way back when, way back yesteryear, hit me up. He said he'd found my podcast. So shout out to you. I'm not going to name you, but Hey, 
um, you know exactly who you are. And he was saying one of the things that he uses with his staff now is the idea, like the words, choose your attitude, which apparently I used to say quite a bit back in the day, like in my, my early years of supervising and working as a professional. And I was like, damn, I, first of all, that was legit of me to say way back when. And second, Shamina, what are you doing now to choose your attitude? Because there are times, um, less so now, but even like three weeks ago, let's roll back just to just a smidge to 2018. I was choosing a piss poor attitude about some, a, a few things. And seeing his message reminded me that I can choose my attitude. And if I choose to have a piss poor attitude, I might as well get ready to have a piss poor evening and probably a piss poor day. Um, so there are times when we can choose the attitude. We can choose to give that email a voice or we can choose to do it exactly as it as, as, uh, is written in a message or is handed out as a directive and then keep it moving and then use that energy to do the things that are going to move you forward. They're going to bring you happiness that are going to bring you joy that are going to bring you less stress or no stress. If you have the ability to, you know, choose your attitude in that way. If you do like slide in my DMS and let me know how to do that. Um, but there's so many things that we can choose our attitude with. I can choose my attitude about how I feel, you know, re-engaging with Weight Watchers. I can choose my attitude. You can see my theme in, in part of my theme in 2019, Choose my attitude with going running or, you know, uh, the choosing my attitude with being grateful to have a body that is functioning, that I can go running or that I can get up and go to the gym. Um, choosing my attitude in, um, a, and expressing gratitude and the fact that I can afford to go to the gym, that I can afford to have a, um, a personal trainer that I clearly don't use at a gym. We pay off the books, but shout out to Coach Jay. But it is well within my ability to choose what my attitude is going to be at essentially any given moment. So that's the really cool part of um, being an adult and figuring shit out for yourself is knowing that you have the, you have the space to choose your attitude. And when you don't choose your attitude, you're essentially leaving it up to somebody else to choose that attitude for you. And then you're going to blame them. So you choose how you show up to work. You choose how you engage with colleagues. You choose how you engage with the world and friends and family and know that that is your choice. I talked about choice a few episodes ago, which got a lot of listens, which is awesome. But remember, you can choose your attitude at any given moment. So if you are in a bad attitude, you have the choice. Now, nobody says that it's going to be an easy choice and that you're just going to be able to pop out of a, and have a great attitude all of a sudden. But no, if if you choose to work on it, you, your attitude can change and feel and be different um, than it was before. So always know that you've, you've got a choice in that and it's up to you to consciously choose how you want to move forward in that voice that you have in your head and how you want to engage with yourself, with the outside world, etc. Because again, these are all choices that we have to make of how we show up and how we engage with ourselves, how kind or not kind or what kind of attitude we have with ourselves and that self-talk, um, but also like outwardly, what is that attitude? 
All right, so that's what I got for this episode. Thanks, as usual, for listening, and thanks for those who have shared that they've listened or they've shared it with someone else. Again, when I talked about my why a few episodes ago, I'm hoping that um, me choosing to share how I see the world and how I engage and being a voice when I don't know that I've seen or found a voice out there that reflects me. If you found something in this podcast thus far um, that has helped you, by all means, I am, but share that with other people. I appreciate when folks let me know that, hey, I heard myself or I see myself in the things that you're saying. Maybe I didn't have the words or I don't feel like I'm in the space to say it or I don't have anybody to say it to. So you saying it is helpful. So I really appreciate that. That helps me to continue to want to do this podcast. I love doing it. Um, it's always nice to be affirmed sometimes um, from the outside because I can be like, girl, you a bad bitch. Like I did a good job. And then it feels different when somebody else from the outside says it. So thanks for listening. Um, you can find me on Facebook and IG accounts under Two Quick Things. And then you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. I'm on both of those things. And um, I'm thinking about doing a money episode. Now, I'm not a big on like where to put your money and investments and stuff like that. But I have um, a slight fascination with money with the idea of budgeting, delayed gratification, and um, what was the other thing I was going to say? And talking about money and figuring out how to make money work, or at least even how to save money, because sometimes that's hard because you got to make a decision so oftentimes on what you're going to do with it and how to track it and shit like that, stuff like that. Excuse me. Thank you for the children in the back. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. Um, and even talking about like the relationship that we have with money and where do we get those, um, that the idea of how we engage with money is, it's been super fascinating to me. Um, especially as of late, um, yeah, it's, so I'm really thinking about doing that. If you have questions about money that are simple questions, um, Hit me up. I'll try to do some research before so that I can maybe respond or at least share my perspective in response. Um, but yeah, holla at me, slide in my DMs, and I'll see you next time. Bye.